adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep, welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. The adult beverages are poor. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. On this show, we try to show that just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. And guess who's back? Back again. Dads are back. Tell back. a friend. <laughs> it was, it, it, for no reason. It is just dad stuff upon dad stuff upon dad stuff. Jeff and I, we missed last... A little bit delayed on this recording, and it's for no grand reason. There was not a trip. There was not a catastrophe. It was just a series yeah. of dad events that kept us off our game, right? Yeah. It, it, again, it was it was my fault in the beginning. I'm like, you know what? I am just wrecked from the last few days of doing dad stuff. So, like, can we take, you know, a day or two? And then it, things just kind of, like, spiraled from there. So, here we are. At least we got yeah. back to it. Eventually. Never going to abandon it. Sometimes take it. And the best part, I'd like to think, the best part about recording for other dads, it's like, oh, they probably just fell into a dad pit. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. So thanks, everybody, for the comments and the patience. And that actually brings us right to a Gamer Dad question. So friend of the show, DJ Ronnie B, wrote in with a question for us and all other gaming dads. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. Had a question. Hoping for some slash any advice. Currently, the boys are teething pretty badly. Oof. Lots of long nights for us right now. They also don't seem as interested in food as, as they were before teething so much. Is this normal? Any advice on getting them back to eating more or ways to help out overnight with their pain? Medicine, unfortunately, isn't doing much. Feel free to broadcast this on the show if it might help others and if others may have advice. Thank you for all you do. DJ Ronnie B. So... I do remember this. Yeah. <laughs> this, these these times are hard. I would love to hear your answer. I always hearken back to a kind of a craggedy old woman we had as a pediatrician. Okay. And we went to her the one day and my wife was very concerned about some of the kids' weight or how much they were eating. And <laughs> in her old world kind of way, it's like, so just not eating enough and I'm, I'm really concerned. I'm not sure where. And she just looked at us dead like, why? <laughs> Well, you has got to eat. And this guy's like, why? Well, the, the baby's got... It's like, the baby eats what baby needs. Oh, okay. The ba- baby will take what needs. You not worry. Baby fine. But what about baby fine? <laughs> and just like... And I did... I always kind of thought back to it that in many ways, like, babies are very singularly focused. This yeah. is... Obviously, look, if there is concern, talk to your doctor, like... Take the needed things. I do feel that in a new information age, a lot more pressure is poured upon us because what could it be? Am I missing something? Am I a good parent? Yeah. As opposed to letting these things kind of naturally take their course. So if things are within that range, it's sort of like baby has what baby needs. Have everything kind of available and just do your best. Right. Is ultimate. So, so you yourself, any thoughts on <clears throat> the teething or current situation he's in? I mean, a good advice. Again, baby needs what baby needs. Um, what 
happened with us because I just okay two kids two very different experiences the first one never any issues with feeding um especially around you know the teething age not a problem we did and I don't know if you did it baby led weaning so like you do like mm. solid foods and it's like uh, the size of your finger and then they just like suck on it mm. uh helps a lot with teething because I think part mm. of the teething part is like they really like to like massage their gums yeah. And like just having like a long, um, cold like piece of food that they could just handle, and just the the temperature of it and them just like rubbing it around helped a lot with my first. Second one, nothing, <laughs> nothing that you did. <laughs> no books, no TikToks, no nothing helped. It was mm. just like they were cranky all the time. Did not happen. So I'm hoping that's not the situation here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not because it was not a fun time. But, but I think it's almost reassuring because, like, th- that is exactly it. So there's a couple of problems is that, you know, baby will ask for what baby needs. And what that might be is a bit of relief. Because uh, the one thing I was going to say is there's these, uh, you can get on Amazon or other cheap things. It looks like a soother that has a mesh. And inside yes. of that mesh, you can just put, like, food, like a p- yeah. couple pieces of banana. If you do that, but with, like, frozen banana... Or something else cold, like you said, they then get to put it in in a safe manner. But it's like cold and it's food and it just feels really nice on their gums. That could help. Yeah. Try that and try 10 other, you know, old wives tricks, basically. (laughs) See if something works. And it might not. And that's fine. Yeah. Fine. It's not going to make your life fine. Don't get me wrong. You know, go through hell. But just what do you do when you what do you do when you're in hell? Keep walking. (laughs) Just like just push forward. (laughs) And keep going and appreciate what it is. What the, the important thing, what I'm trying to distinguish is there's things you can do and there's things you can't. Yeah. You know, Lord, give me the wisdom to, Lord, give me the strength to change what I can, the patience to accept what I cannot, and the wisdom to know the difference. And for this, try absolutely everything you can, but it, you might just be stuck. And that's fine. And the baby's going to be fine. So try it all. And at some point, if you got to throw up your air, throw up your hands, it's like, well, we're just going to be in misery for a couple of months. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's part of it, too. Right. It doesn't last forever. So it is like this awkward phase. And uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel yeah. <laughs> for your sleep. Pass. This this too will pass. So I said, now, if any other gaming dads have tips that worked on their kids, at this point, again, this is spaghetti on the wall. You just got to try everything and see if something happens to fix and also be ready. Like like Jeff's story, it may not work for the second time around yeah. with the next kid. It's not a one-size-fit-all. But Gaming Dads, if you have suggestions that we can pass along to good friend of the show, DJ Ronnie B, send them to us at New Dad Gaming on all the social networks and NewDadGaming.com. Now, another tip we kind of got from... DJ Ronnie B was the introduction of Hell Divers 2. Now, not so much the introduction as the game has been just plastered oh, yeah. over the media. Not not quite pal world levels of no. media sensationalism around it, but still quite a bit, am I right? Oh yeah, for sure. This thing was everywhere after after Pal World, it was now Hell Divers 2 everywhere and everybody wanted to play it, including one of the new dads here. That's right. So I did so I got a, it was a miscommunication <laughs> because okay. Jeff and I managed the Twitter account jointly. Yeah. Joint custody on right. the Twitter account. And I saw the back and forth with 
Ron, Ronnie B. And it, to my understanding, it was that you had gotten Helldivers 2. And it's like, oh, this will be fun. We can do like a dad's night. So I got it. I have to get it. Of course right, I have to get right. it. Jeff's got it. Yeah. Let's go. Jeff did not have it. No. That's a damn lie. <laughs> I did not. I was like, like, yeah, no, that's that looks like a really good game. And I totally want to get into it. And then meanwhile, you were like, hey, look, I can I totally get in with this. Let's go, guys. <laughs> oh, so that false start. I, I thought it'd be literal content for us to do, but you right. had not got in. And you have your own kind of release coming up where you have no time for this. So we'll get into that shortly. A little teaser. Uh, Man, dads, this game. This game is so much fun. This is dumb, stupid, silly, fantastic times. Like it, every it, just so very well done. It's it's not a lot of hand-holding. There's things to figure out, unfortunately. So watching some tutorial videos will help just to get the lay of the land. There's a lot of very easy missions. So you do not have to get into the fray. You can kind of just drop in and even just like solo finish a few missions to get kind of the hang of it and see where you get to. But it it is just playing Starship Troopers. Yeah. It it is the over the top camp fun silliness. The action is fantastic. The menus and the systems, the traversal methods, the weapons and the weapon system. There's some unique parts where you're almost using the Konami code to yeah. call in certain strikes. Like putting it in, there's all these like minor parts of it that make it so much fun. If you die, your teammates can revive you back. So death is not, you know, necessarily that bad. There is that great, there is a good teamwork component to it where uh, thus far I've I've had a lot of luck. I think it gets a little bit dicier when you're getting up like in the higher levels. There's kind of some nonsense and scamming going on. But for the most part in the lower to mid levels, you'll just pair up with three or four people hop in and you're just shooting bugs and robots it is a blast like what has been your thoughts seeing some of the replays and people enjoying it thus far oh it looks hilarious and like (laughs) it's it's one of those things where um it creates its own moments and i think that's what everybody Mm. attached themselves to right like oh i want to be a part of that right if nothing is scripted you know there's enemies on the planets that's the scripted part but everyone makes their own fun their own way kind of like uh reminds me almost like rocket league Right. Like you have these mechanics that are at play, but everyone makes their own like game time moments and then shares them. And it's this viral thing. And you're like, oh, total FOMO. I want (laughs) to be part of that for sure. And and same type of thing where just it I don't think I don't I don't know as much information about this studio as I did with the Pal World ones. But again, it seems like a smaller team. The they had terrible server issues just because they had I think they tested for 50,000 concurrence. And then they got like two million, or like you know, five hundred thousand, whatever silly number during the the biggest heyday. Yeah, they were definitely like not expecting this type of success, and I think they ended up getting um, Sony engineers to help them with the back end because ah, what they nice. built this on was a platform that's obsolete, like it's, it's it doesn't exist anymore. So for them to go in and like you know make more space and create more uh opportunity for people that bought the game and are now frustrated and you want them in Mm. because like again everyone's having a blast and you're out on the windows and like let me in like please like help me but it it looks like a great game again me and my kids played the first one which was cool Mm. with local co-op uh kind of sad that it doesn't have local on this that's too bad but uh, I would be looking forward to playing this against my kids on the laptops. <laughs> like it would be so much fun. And then like you could come in and we'd be a squad of four and like that it would, would be, be great. pretty tight. 
but yeah. my kids will like aim the drop pods onto you, right? So there's like that teamwork component that's not quite there. They just want to yeah. have a blast. <laughs> I've seen a lot of moves where it's like as you're trying to board the ship, people would just like punch you so you don't get in or like, <laughs> just pushing each other off yeah. of ledges, like a bunch of just nonsense and silliness. Yeah. It does seem to really shine with friends. Yes. So th thus far, I've had decent luck with co-op. As I said, just people trying to do the missions and everybody kind of putzing around. Good. Like, because when you die, there'd be, you don't have to spend a minute and bring me back, right? Right. Clearly, I die a lot. But they do. <laughs> like, very, very often, they just like, they're like, They'll put in their resources and take that time to bring me back, even if I'm not really contributing as much. Nice. So okay. for that reason, I, it dad friendly, sessionable, like the matches will last anything from five to like 20, 30 minutes. I think when you get to the really difficult ones, matchmaking is pretty great, especially with friends, man. This is just, it is dumb fun. If you haven't, if you have nothing else, you have to go watch the trailer and it just sets the tone yes. for the rest of the game. Yeah. And between this story and Pal World and some of these other kind of not like smaller to medium hits that have happened that just taken the gaming world by storm. Yeah. It, in the back, and I don't like to be down on other games, but just the fact that this happened in a world where um, Suicide Squad did not succeed very well whilst it, being so scammy. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's almost like I, I hate to, for it to I hate that this is a success. This success is even more heralded because of the failure that that was where it's like, OK, this is triple A, like eight years in development, microtransaction through live service nonsense. And the gaming community hated it. Didn't work out. And then this thing comes out. Hey, this thing is ridiculous and fun and stupid and a good time. Do you want to come play? And the gaming world just takes off. Right. And it's 40 bucks. So you could buy yeah, this and Power World and equal Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, you could have two very, very fun games and not knocking the people that like Suicide Squad and those almost triple, quadruple type games. There's space for that. But man, like what an accomplishment. I think that should be applauded here. Mm -hmm. Right. And they are just just fun. It's just a fun game. Fun. And it's not that big of a barrier to entry. And it sounds like you're having a blast. And I oh, hope man. to jump in soon. Yeah, soon. Yeah, it, it is a game damn ass game. That's the only way to describe yeah. it. So, hey, any, any of the gaming dads, and for instance, again, I know that uh, DJ Ronnie B plays it. So, you want to reach out? We can squad up. Any other gaming dads that do, find us on the website or Twitter at NewDadGaming, NewDadGaming.com. Now, there is a reason why you will not be jumping in <laughs> to this new title because you're going to be a little busy with a tiny other title coming out. What, what are you, what have you preloaded on your Steam Deck, dear sir? It's it's one of those things that took 145 gigabytes of my storage space <laughs> oh my to pre-download, uh, actually on my PS5. So it's ready to go, yeah. sitting there, and it's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. <laughs> so this is one of those, my exceptions to pre-orders. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to get into it immediately. It's like one of my childhood faves. I love the remake. I'm on to Rebirth, and this is the open world part where they've launched not one demo, but two demos, mm. because that's how massive this thing is. And I've been hours into those demos. So you won't see me. Like, this is probably the last show for me. Like, that's it. That's I might be on my phone later on. Maybe <laughs> DJ Ronnie B can come in and just stand in for a little bit. Yeah. Um, we'll be holding dad auditions to yeah. uh, fill, <laughs> fill the role of Jeff while he's lost in Midgar. Yeah, yeah. This this game will eat my life. So, um, so. 
Now, what is the attention to it paid to it from your kids? Are they looking to join you in this world, or is it this is going to be dad's secret pleasure? Um, so my oldest doesn't really get it. <laughs> like, like, doesn't what, what is this? Doesn't there's really, not a single roadblock anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah, this is not for me, right? Like, I don't want the story driven uh, gameplay. Whereas my mm. youngest actually went through remake by themselves. Wow, and uh, are on looking to what this could bring them and want to watch me play a little bit of it, right? Like, they're not going to be all up watching side-by-side side with an empty mm. controller thinking that they're doing stuff. But they'll, they they want to help me with, you know, certain things in the open world. I think it's the open world that uh, allows them mm. to be like, oh, yeah, you got to hunt down this stuff. Now, like I've said before in the show, <laughs> and I think we've talked about, my kids watch a lot of YouTube. And on mm. YouTube, there's a lot of spoilers and a lot of secret things and a lot of Easter eggs that I don't want to know about about this specific game. It's not something I, I want to discover on myself by myself. I don't want my kid running in saying, hey, look, this character dies instead of this character. And then immediately I'm like, why are you here? Why? Like, go to your room. That's it. Like, that's it. That's, I'm not going to entertain this. Um, <laughs> oh, they absolutely, man. Good luck. I but know they are, they, they're going to try to spoil this so hard. Like every dinner for you is just going to be dancing in a minefield of like hints and spoilers. You're going to have to, My you youngest, might need to just go for a vacation somewhere I, for a month. I think I might. I think that's a good idea. My youngest cannot hold a secret. So if they see a YouTube thumbnail or some of their YouTubers <laughs> talk about this, they're going to tell me or they're going to be like, so what do you think of, of, this character, right? You like them? You shouldn't <laughs> like them. I hope not. <laughs> right? And I, I've played the original. I know what happens, but they're like redoing a lot of the elements, mm. right? So it's still kind of that new feeling for me. But I've told them, like, again, this is one game that dad would like to play with you, but no spoilers, please. No, like, helps unless I come to you and like, hey, did you see something about how to beat this boss, right? Elden mm. Ring, very different find this weapon to kill this boss that's been murdering me for the last 15 20 times no problem there but for this i kind of want to figure out things on my own so mm. we'll see how that goes again you'll see me in like 10 months i don't know how long this is going to take <laughs> this, this could be your witcher 3 this might just be the only game you have for like the next year it could like be my final final fantasy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it now what, what is the over under on them changing any of the major points and i do think about the death scene with Aerith, which look guys if you don't understand that's what happens in the original I, final fantasy 7 i don't know why you're listening to the show but yeah. i i just wonder if they would be as bold as to change that i can't imagine they could possibly get away with changing that type of story beat right i don't think they can with everything that happens after that it wouldn't have the same weight to it hmm. uh now they are playing with time and like different sort of dimension stuff like destinies hmm. which maybe they weave together a little bit uh hmm. and create this new path but i don't think they're going to change certain pit what i would think pivotal plot points like yeah that's your motivation as some of the characters here like oh my god this thing happened let's continue our journey and blah 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 right so I don't know. I'll I'll let you. I well, I won't let you know. You let me yeah. if you want to know <laughs> when I get there. Do they have a plan to launch it on PC? 
Is, we, is Rebirth coming right out for PC? Because I think the original Final Fantasy VII Remake is on PC, yeah? Yes, it's on... Well, Remake is on PC. That was a year-ish after. Um, this is only exclusive until May. So okay. people are thinking that after May, it might go to other platforms such as PC. Maybe not Xbox. Xbox. I'm not sure. <laughs> Switch. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Maybe Switch. Maybe it's a cloud <laughs> game somewhere. Haha, <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, but um, I think people are thinking PC right after because Square's kind of in a tight money situation, and I think they want to kind of branch out a little bit. And getting in on PC quicker, I think we'll yeah. we'll get them those sales for sure. So you might be able to join me, and I might there be you know pass a tutorial at that point. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe you're out of the first world. Yeah. Funny. And I can I can buy it and I can play it for the first uh, ten hours and then drop it like a bad <laughs> habit. That's it. Yes. Just like another game that uh, released some DLC, Elden Ring. <laughs> remember when I bought that for a hot minute? I remember. Where are you in that? <laughs> I haven't touched it since. Oh, I no. I have not gone. No. God, that game is so... It, it To me, it almost feels like a retirement game when my working life is done and I wake up and just have control over my time. And it's like, you know what? I'll, I'll spend a, a nice four-hour jaunt. Right in Elden Ring and just kind of explore this these four rooms. A little road it, trip, yeah. Because I, I often think about it where it's just like that game. It's so rich in detail. There's so many weaving stories and interesting paths to take, and it almost does a disservice to just try to run through it as fast as possible to get the, like the win, the victory of it. Yeah. So I, I do think of it often where it's like it'd be great to come back into it and play it, but for you, Elden Ring champ. <laughs> I did. I, I'm assuming. I'm saying this, assuming you have beat it. I have beat it. Yes, I am okay. a champ. So you're right. You are a champ. Okay, yes. good. Didn't want to misplace that. No. So, so Elden Ring champ. Here comes this DLC. Yeah. Where are you standing on it? Is this a day one purchase? Is that because I, I? It kind of sounds like a brand new game set in the world, given its size. Yeah, it does sound quite substantial. Uh, this was supposed to be a, this multiple DLCs, and they kind of mashed it into one. And FromSoft does a like really good DLC packages, so I think this will be day one. They rarely discount anyway, so waiting time for you know price drops doesn't really happen. And again, my kids are very interested in this one, so mm. it is a little on the expensive side, but it is quite the expansion. They said you know roughly there's a certain area of the map of the the original game. And they're like it's it's that size, which is mm. a good portion of what I hope to achieve or what to, uh, again, you have to play the original and get to a certain spot in the original in order to get into this DLC because it goes along with the story. So most of their, yeah. That's a bold, that's a really bold choice though if you think about it because they're pouring all of these resources into it but you're not even allowed to play it. Yeah. Unless you've beat the game. You would think they'd have some sort of carve out just to make sure that anybody and everyone who's willing to pay them well, you have to get, get it, but it's yeah. You have to get like halfway through the original game because there's a certain character, okay. like something happens, and that's where this one kind of inserts. So yeah, you do have to. So like you, if you're in the <laughs> beginning area, you have to put in probably tens of hours at least to get to this DLC. <laughs> <laughs> doubles, doubles of hours. Doubles of hours, like a lot, right. like a long time. Yeah. I could, here. you know, I could, I could get behind this thing. So DLC classically has been sort of in the cheaper range. You buy a game for 50 to 60, DLC comes it's 10, 20 bucks type of thing. Yeah. And a little, you know, a little taste, a little dessert on top of the main game. Yeah. 
this feels more meatier in that it is just a new game bolted onto the same world, which is kind of cool because people want this people want this content. It's a fantastic world. It's gorgeous and they spent so much time crafting it. Why not let it breathe a little bit more? And if you want to, you know, put in good work and put it produce it. No, I don't think I have not heard any uproar about no. the cost of the DLC because it's like, oh, we know what this is going to be. This is going to be good. So this will be worth the extra funds, right? Yeah, I definitely. There's a lot here and a lot of what they're showing. They're all new places, all new bosses. There's uh, different difficulties. So even if you beat the game, you can still use that character. And then instead of resetting everything, no, no, no. There's like a way that they've uh, altered the difficulty to still challenge you, hmm. which again, they've kind of taken that all into account. Like they really want people to be part of this world and get in the DLC. So I'm excited. We'll see if you get there. Again, you got Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth, and then Elden Ring with DLC. You're good till retirement. I got Helldivers, man. I Helldivers like... in between there. Yep. I, I, I bought Diablo Four at some point. That's still going, right? <laughs> That's around somewhere. Like, I think they still have seasons or something. Okay. Oh, man. You're doing well. I did beat, at least I beat that one. I did beat Diablo oh, Four. Perfect. So You're dead. <laughs> but now I should be playing it more. Probably not. Let's be honest. I'll check it out. But all good. Hey, gaming dads, as always, if you have some thoughts on Elden Ring, either pro or against, we'd love to hear it. NewDadGaming.com or at NewDadGaming. The wanted to pull up a one more title for how we go. The new dads here were blessed once again from good friends at Nintendo, who actually sent us review copies of. Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yeah. It, another one of surprise, like thanks to the, the folks over there for taking care of us, having us a chance. It was, I'm curious to hear your summation of it, how your experience with it. So my, oh, actually, he says as he begins to keep talking. No, you go you for me it. You, you go you ahead go. first. All right. Well, I played the original Game Boy that I thought this was. I thought it was mm. Donkey Kong, like, I think it was like Donkey Kong 1994. And apparently there was like a Game Boy Advance version, which this is remaking. And I didn't know oh. that. I thought it was the original original, like on the old green Game Boy system. So I was all pumped. Now, it's not that, but it's it's the same mechanics. You find the keys to unlock the doors to chase Donkey Kong through these worlds, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm into it. I'm like, oh, it's very well done, right? Puzzles are kind of simple. Like I get it, whatever. Um, it doesn't hit the same as what I had in my experience in that Game Boy version. Mm. Um, and I gave it to my kid, my 10 year old, and they were like running through these puzzles like nothing. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, well, slow down. <laughs> yeah, just 100%ing it like nonstop. Like, not even flinching, not even blinking. They're just like going through it, whatever. And then, like, they kind of put it down a little bit and they're like, you know, it was, it was good. Like, it was okay. Like, they didn't say bad or good. Like, they weren't like mm. over the moon. Like, Mario Wonder really hit home with them. This yeah. one, they're like, yeah okay so i'm wondering like how you took it and how your family took it as opposed to mine. yeah somewhat similar a lot more positive it's actually it's for the last couple weekends since we've had it it's been a bit of a staple on our weekend play oh perfect and a lot of fun so what i found was me picking up and playing it i'm always impressed especially with these recent nintendo titles with the amount of polish yeah you know they just they do not go easy they don't they do not need to try this hard and they still do 
the music, the animations, like the flow through, every, everything about it is just beautiful. Like and yeah. and even so, you see the kind of Nintendo family friendly touches where they have modes where it's like easy or hard. So if they, if a level's too difficult, you can just lower the difficulty to make get past things. So being really friendly to like younger gamers. Uh, but I went through it, uh, got through a couple of the worlds, and just it was like that's fine. It much even with Mario Wonder for me, even myself, it was just this game is stunning and fantastic. I want to play it. This one appreciated it, loved how it looked, really loved what they did with it, the amount of effort. But just it's like not sure I'll sit here night after night playing it. Okay. Now with the kid though. With the kid as two player and especially for a younger gamer, unbelievable. Okay, that was an yeah. absolute blast because the puzzles are at the just for so with my eight year old especially the puzzles are at the exact right level, like they're a little bit challenging but they're definitely attainable. So it becomes it's not going to stump him. He's not it's not going to stop him from being able to beat something, but it is going to challenge him to get all of the presents. So to get like a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's collectible through the world to get it all. You can just get the key and leave, or you can get the extra collectibles, get 100%. Right. So that, there's that drive for him. Then he wants to do it together, and we're doing a collaborative teamwork. How they've interwoven the teamwork aspect of it, I found was genius. Okay. Super yeah. smart, because it's you either you play, you play the world, one player, away you go. You can play the same world with two players. It's just that they add an extra key to get unlocked the next level. So it's, they add, okay, there's two of you, so the challenge is going to go up a little bit, just a tad. Right. Which, honestly, though, like it still is easier, ultimately, because there's two of you, and you can hit the switches and help. But the coordination you get to have, the problem-solving, all tied within this usual Mario polish and safe type of world, awesome. Just fun. Like I, it'd be, It would certainly be a title I'd recommend to families who are just getting into gaming it's like ah, my kids really want to switch you know I'd, I'd love to play with them would be a fun game for us to play together and so you know what there's this little title mario mario versus donkey kong you probably heard that from back in the arcade days give this a whirl it's gonna be a blast yeah so I, could, the, I could totally see that again i i might suggest it again to my 10 year old just because they were really big into mario maker and a lot of these levels mm. kind of look like that right like they're yeah. puzzle driven you know they're platforming and Maybe I will go back and play with them to, you know, have that experience. Because again, yeah, they get they they also get anxiety with the um, time, the countdown clock. Mm. But in playing in the casual mode, that gets rid of that. They That's didn't right. they didn't know about that, right? So maybe I go back and suggest that because then they're not looking at the clock saying, "Oh God, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't complete this. I'm freaking out. I don't like this, right? It gives me a feeling, whatever." But Nintendo's Nintendo's aware of that, right? And they put mm-hmm. that in the game, so it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. So, would would say it for that the two player version of it really did save it for me. For me, adult gamer getting into it can appreciate it. Not necessarily my bag, but with two players, like this weekend, my kid has already talked about. Hey, can we play, keep playing it? Can we keep oh, doing more levels? Go. So, Nintendo, you did it. You done did it again. High praise. Yes. What could I tell you? Hey. And with that, everybody, that will wrap it up here for us for the for us for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for the patience as we were a little delayed in recording, but hey, we're all dads here. We, <laughs> we know what's up, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So again, thanks for listening. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you like what you hear, find us on all the major podcasting networks. You can find us on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Caster, anywhere where you find your podcast. Look for New Dad Gaming. 
if you what really helps is if you can subscribe and especially if you can leave a comment or a rating really helps boost the signal gets us out there to as many gaming dads as possible do you have a gaming story do you have a damn a gaming request thanks again to friend of the show dj ronnie b uh but those type of messages, one of our favorite things about doing this show now for so many years, love talking to other dads. Do you want to hook up on Helldivers? Let's get a dad crew going. Reach out to us at New Dad Gaming on X slash Twitter or NewDadGaming.com. Everyone, until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and I'll be in Golden Saucer Chewbacca, <laughs> Chocobo Racing, <laughs> raising my Chocobos. For the blue, red, green ones. You're not gonna you're gonna lose so many weeks just to Golden Saucer. Are you yeah, of course I yes. Yes I am. It's like finally the snowboarding game we all deserve. <laughs> That's a <laughs> main right. game in this yep. damn one. Well worth it. <laughs> There's the night. Every time. Yep. Thank you, Squaresoft. Remember everybody, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. <laughs>